alone, Catherine. Catherine. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calm Down Catherine podcast. I'm Catherine, and my special guest today is Nathan. Hello, Nathan. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I just have a message out there for some of our fans, and who are fans of mine, and not for Doug from Canada. I'd like to announce that Douglas Stank has songs coming out all streaming services, all places to buy music, May 20th, 2020. You can get the brand new Douglas Stank EP. Now is the time for Stank. Ooh, I love it. It's very exciting. That's wonderful. That is very exciting. Suck it, Doug. In your face, Doug from Canada. We all know Doug from Canada was Sir Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, I think maybe it could be a little bit nicer. That was the rumor. That was the rumor. He's afraid that his place as the billionaire prince of uh, music will be displaced when people hear my jams. It's possible. Please remember all of us, the fans, and myself. I couldn't have done it without you. When you're a big star. Um, That's great news, but that is not our topic for today, our Calm Down Catherine topic. Today's Calm Down Catherine topic. I want to talk about like teen angst movies and shows. Oh, do you do you like those? Yes. All right. So now, on account of the corona, I've been watching some Netflix, and there's a couple of shows. Uh, Never have I ever, and I'm not C-U-P? okay with this. Wait, never have I ever isn't cup. It's uh, never mind. I, I get confused by these things. Okay. Um. Anyway, these two mother shows- may I cup. <laughs> don't even know what you're talking about that's the thing you say okay say mother may i then spell cup it's not very subtle okay i get it all right anyway so these are two shows that i've recently watched both of them are fabulous so let me repeat them again so that everybody can watch them on netflix and they'll make a second season of both of them because they're fabulous is that how it works yeah never have i ever never have i ever is about is the story of like a smart indian girl who has had some trouble and is trying to make it through high school and I am not okay with this is a story of like a, a girl trying to make it through high school and she kind of finds out that she has some superpowers. And so they kind of give her a little extra angst to, to mix into oh, it. Oh, like uh, she gets moody and uh, like it makes her fly somewhere or something. Let's, or electric we, ah, bolts. Let's be careful with the spoilers. I'm going to say a no to both those ideas you just had, although that might be a good idea for a show, and we should bring it up to somebody. Brilliant. Or like acid spit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So both of these I find delightful, and I really enjoyed them. Now, I'm watching these, especially right now, I'm I'm not even finished with Never Have I Ever Yet. And it's about this smart, she's, uh, you know, kind of part of a nerdy group. Her and her, her just because are, she's Indian? No, just because she's really smart. She's like the smartest kid uh, in her class and her and her smart friends. And so she's kind of nerdy. Is, so, is, the, is her collection of smart friends, are they like a blend of sexes, gender identities, races? Yes, of and course. Sort yes. of like a, like, a, uh, like a box of crayons. Yes. Anyway, 
They, That's wonderful. They are kind of, so her in particular, she feels like an outcast and then she's struggling with popularity and like wanting to be more popular. And it made me think, you know what? I, of course, identify with with that character, not the other Why characters so? on the show. Now, so that's I have several questions that I wrote down here. And the question is, does everyone identify with that character? Because I figure, you know what? All right. Here's some confessions. I was kind of nerdy in high school. Really? You would use the N word? Yeah. like Not super nerdy, but like I was smart. I was in smart people classes. Um, you know, I, I didn't go to any like raging house parties or anything like that. Now, the difference between me and the kids in uh, in this show, like, I wasn't seeking to be popular. I was perfectly happy with, like, my. I had friends. I had fun with my friends. So you say... We had a great time. But, yeah, I was nerdy. So typically in these angsty shows, the people won't settle for nerdiness. They, they think they need more. Right. So I have a list of movies and stuff like this. Okay. So, um... Pretty in Pink. Pretty in She's Pink. She's poor, not nerdy, so it's slightly different. Who's, who's in that one? Is Molly that, Ringwald uh, okay. is totally like off. the outcast. Okay. Uh, that's the one with Ducky, also an outcast. Ducky? Ducky, played by uh, the guy from Two and a Half Men. <laughs> oh, Charlie Sheen? No, the other one. Um, Angus T. Young? No, the other one. You know the other one. Uh, I can't think of his name right this second. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. No. Anyway. John Cryer. Um, <laughs> anyway, so she's You should have just said the guy from uh, Stronger. Small. What? No, what is it? Uh, Supergirl? He's in Supergirl? He's like Lex Luthor? I don't know. I'm going to say the guy from Pretty in Pink because that's what he's most famous for. Anyway. And it's always about an outcast trying to become an in-cast. <laughs> and like how that goes down. So in Pretty in is Pink. Is in-cast the word? I just made, I just invented it. It makes sense. So Pretty in Pink, Molly Ringwald's the outcast. She um, and this in-cast guy fall in love. He's a popular guy. And drama drama comes from that. And I don't want to give any spoilers. Okay, well, they get together in the end. But, you know, there's other mean popular kids trying to stop that from happening. No, that's just, that's just what we called in high school a little bit of hazing. Yeah. Uh, 16 Candles, also Molly Ringwald. And okay. that one, um, I, she didn't seem overly smart, but I think she was still an outcast and she had a crush on like the most uh, attractive, popular guy in school and wanted to be with him. Which, yeah, sure. Uh, Can't Buy Me Love does not have Molly Ringwald in it. That one has... Why'd they even make it? McDreamy? Yeah. McDreamy? What's his real name? I don't, you talking about someone from Grey's Anatomy? I think they call him McDreamy. Dempsey. Pat, Patrick Dempsey? Could be. Anyway, I think he is a nerdy kid. He's a nerd? Yes, he's a nerd. Say it ain't so. There's a, a really Patty popular D. girl who spills red wine on her mom's white suede outfit. And she needs to buy a new one or else she'll get in trouble. Was and, her mom out of town or something? Yeah. And so... Uh, McDreamy, he's a nerd. He's saved up all... He's been mowing lawns all summer so he could buy a telescope. But instead... What a nerd. He buys the dress that she needs to replace because she ruined her mom's dress. And in exchange, she's supposed to, like, make him popular. Tough. That's a tough, uh, it's a a tough, tough thing. Uh, the Duff, 
right? She, uh... The Duff. The Duff. Hillary Duff? No. Designated Ugly Fat Friend. Oh, that's not it's nice. It's the girl from Arrested Development. Her? Yeah. Her? Egg? Egg. Um, so she is just, like, normal looking, and she was fine with that until she found... And she had these two friends who are beautiful, and then she realizes that, like... Everybody loves the beautiful friends, but they don't like her. And so she has, like, some guy that she really likes, and it's her struggle to be with this popular guy. A walk to remember. Did, did you look these up to get the synopsis no, or something? I you just have know these one in your mind. Them. I, this is just like I sat down and I just wrote them down. These are all the ones I remember. These are all the ones I know from the top of my head. A walk to remember is Mandy Moore, who's like the biggest nerd. And then for some reason, she has to like help the coolest guy. In school, yeah, are there something. conditions yes. that she sets down before <laughs> she will help the the, <laughs> the cool kid? This is my favorite kid. one. She says, "I want to hear what the conditions she are." She says, "I'll help you if you promise not to fall in love with me." <sighs> well, the popular <laughs> guy. That's the thing he does. He does fall in love with her. Of course, he's the popular guy. He got to be popular by having a big heart full of love. Yes, I uh, can't hardly wait. Has Ethan Embry. Well, I don't think he's a nerd, but he's, like, not a cool does guy. Does Seth Green? You take that back. Oh, yeah, it does have Seth Green. I thought you were asking me if Ethan Embry is the same as Seth Green. I'm like, no. No, of course not. Um, I love Ethan Embry, but anyway, he's got a crush on the coolest girl in school, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and wants to be with her. Uh, then there's Super Bad, right? You got McLovin. Oh, a much more recent one. Yeah, McLovin and the other uh, two guys. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, uh, Jonah the, Hill. The, yeah, I was going to say that that fat one who's not fat anymore. Yeah. He's like much more serious or something. Yeah, so both of them, like all Can't three of them, like they want to go to this party where the cool kids are so they can be cool. Mean Girls, you got... Mean um, Girls. What's her face? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Like she's in with the nerd group, but like somehow she has this chance to become cool and like she her plan is revenge on the cool kids um gets caught up in it yeah it gets caught up in it though and so all these movies same general idea you've got the outcast mm -hmm. who doesn't like being an outcast and struggling to become an incast or a popular kid so i thought about it and i wouldn't say i was trying to be a popular kid but like you know i i felt like I was a nerdy kid, and watching this Never Have I Ever, you've got this nerdy girl, and occasionally she talks to someone, some one cool guy, and she thinks they're going to be in love. But really, they just have a normal conversation, and the, the cool guy is intrigued by her because she's so interesting and so unlike any girl that they know. And I think about that. I'm like, oh, that's just like when I went to high school because... Every now and then, this little nerdy girl would just be having a normal conversation, and it ended up being with a cool guy who surprisingly thought I was interesting. Now, it can't be... If Does everybody think this? Everybody's had these moments? Because if that's the case, and cool guys are talking to nerdy girls all the time, then why does it seem so rare? Yeah, so much so that when it happens, let's make a movie about it. All right. So here are the questions I have. Okay. Are all teen movies like this because i was wondering um you left some out yeah that i could think of off the bat okay that involve murder right mm -hmm. uh Job. heathers heathers okay christian slater and is it uh shannon doherty no maybe i'm wrong maybe yeah. i don't remember who the ladies yeah, are yeah i think 
Uh, she might have been. It's got in. Winona Ryder. Oh, Winona Ryder. That's yeah. Who it is. She's like the main one, I think. And then Shannon Doherty might be like one of the other girls. And did they end up exploding the school or something? I don't. Know, something. Yeah, I've right. only seen that one once, and I can't. Were they all cool? And it was just like a battle between t- cool people. I think they were like '90s cool, like rebellious cool, not like jock cool. Okay. And um, Jawbreaker is kind of sort of like that. Like the the cool girls. Yeah, um, Rose McGowan. Yeah. Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah. Uh, then I don't remember who ends up dead. Like the one girl ends up dead. That's not a spoiler. That's right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It's called Jawbreaker. Like the best, most popular one becomes dead. On a Jawbreaker. Right. And so so I wrote down a few that are uh, American Pie. I think they were all supposed to be cool, even though they're trying to mm, get that's laid. That's hard. I don't know about that one. It's been a while since I saw that one. I tell you, it was cool. The one who got naked. Okay. Varsity Blues, right? I don't want your life. Oh yeah, that that one was the closest to realistic of any high school movie I've ever seen. So Nathan, here is my. Were you cool in high school? Is that why you relate so much to Varsity Blues? I don't want your life. Yeah, that Varsity Blues might as well be based. On my life, I mean, a few things are different, right? I didn't grow up in Texas, so I wasn't uh, trying to be the backup quarterback for the high school team with the mean coach and whatever, and like the uh, collection of hayseed uh, friends. Paul Walker's in that one too. Yeah, Paul Walker. I just saw it on the other day. James Vanderbeek is Paul Walker is uh, the quarterback. It's it's always interesting to try to imagine that. His character from that movie is the same character he plays in uh, a much less known movie, Rules of Attraction, uh, from the Brett Easton Ellis book. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, except for the part where, you know, he's a football player. Uh, yeah, it might as well be my life right there. You know, we uh, we always uh, went to uh, the big parties. Like, I remember my friend uh, Ned Woods. He'd always host these ragers, and uh, it always involved uh, <laughs> keg stands and uh, 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 illicit use of uh, uh, booze. We would make uh, white wine spritzers, and uh, uh, there would be oh, there'd always be uh, back then. Uh, the drugs were like the the uh, the big '90s club drugs, right? So there's always uh, people rolling, okay, on E, <laughs> perhaps uh, grinding up horse tranquilizers. <laughs> so here are some of the other questions. And since since like I come from like a nerdy background and you come from this like popular kid background, I think maybe you can help me with some of these questions. Okay. And now I'm wondering if I have them in the wrong order. So like stick to the question because I'm mm. probably going to ask you like the question okay. you're trying to answer right. in a minute. So does everyone relate to the outcast in these movies? Mm. Right? Like I'm the nerd. I feel like I was outcast in high school. Does everybody feel like they were an outcast in high school? Is that just how high school works? Like if you were like a cool popular kid... Do you relate to the pool, cool popular kids in these shows and movies? Isn't it a difficulty? Like, you see, get a movie, and you can tell, it, you know, if you've seen enough movies and uh, 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 and don't lose yourself in the movie, you can tell 
which way they're pushing you to be sympathetic right, to this right, character, right. You're that character. You're supposed to be sympathetic to a particular and, character. And uh, so it doesn't always, you know, I can't say it always works for me. Like, you know, like, I, I'm the guy who's happy that the, the pretty and pink girl gets the, with the popular guy instead of with the, uh, the dork. Right? That's, that's where happiness so is, lies. is that what popular people think? Because, like, other people are like, people like myself, you know, the outcasts, we are happy that, like, she gets her happily ever after, but we're kind of sad for Ducky because he loved her. And then what? I'm supposed to be satisfied because some uh, buxom woman then dances with Ducky? Like, that doesn't make me happy. Why oh, didn't she end movies, up with Ducky? The biggest injustice is how they always... I don't know if I'm straying too far from the topic. They always made James Spader out to be the villain. It's just such a shame. That guy, you want to talk about someone who was a straight shooter in all those movies. So whoever's James Spader's playing, you know? He's always <laughs> the hero. Even in uh, uh, the Avengers 2, you know? He's that robot who wants to save the world from the Avengers. So you're saying that the cool kids do relate to like the cool jerk people in the movie. Yeah, like why James do they Spader. always get their comeuppance? Yeah. I mean, they, you, Varsity Blues, like I said, most realistic one of these. It's not about that cool versus nerd thing. The football players are basically the only characters in this, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and that's their why, girlfriends. That's, one, that's why that one's like not an outcast trying to be an in-cast person, right? Yeah, that's true. It's a different that's kind like of movie. one of the few that's not like that. But so, Although like, he is a, he's like a, uh, James Vandebeek is like the nerdier of the, right, to use the N-word, of the football players. He's not uncool. It's just that he's, but he, remember that's he, also I 90s. I don't want your life. 90s, their version of cool was he wasn't, he still partied with them, but he wasn't like caught up in it. He could still read books. That was the instance, right? He's on yeah. the he's on the bench reading a book. <laughs> what a nerd! Right. So this got me thinking. So I was wondering if maybe because I relate to the, like the more nerdy characters, maybe I'm just watching. Like I did see Varsity Blues, but that's I I like James Vanderbeek. But there's a lot of movies and shows like that that I don't watch, and I'm wondering if it's because they're centered around like, cool kids, and they're all about cool kid life, and I just don't find it interesting. Like, I wrote down um, Riverdale and Gossip Girl, and what, what's that, Pretty Little Liars? One? Pretty Little Liars. I, if you'd watch that, oh my gosh, when they, uh, when they get that text, and it says it's from A, oh, goosebumps up and down <laughs> my back. So... <laughs> Because they thought they killed her. Remember, they thought they were I, I they were pretty know. little liars. I didn't watch any of these. Who had uh, accidentally killed their friend? I think her name was Allison. So I think these ones, along with like Jawbreaker and maybe Varsity Blues, even maybe those are meant. Those maybe those are the teen movies that the popular kids are watching, and maybe the popular kids aren't watching the Outcast ones. Hmm. All right. So here's another question: If most of them are about Outcasts. Is it that the movie makers, like you can think, not everybody can be an outcast. Maybe they can. Maybe everybody in high school feels like they're an outcast. But maybe specifically the people who end up writing movies, maybe they're outcasts. Mm, could be. The one I was thinking of is it's called I Love You, Beth Cooper, and it stars Paul Rust. He's the nerd, and it's all about him trying to get with the popular girl. Well, I haven't seen that one. So that's oh, you know, I, another outcast one. Yeah, that's another outcast one. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, maybe uh, maybe there's two types of movies, or if there's not, like, there's got to be more of the outcast ones, right? 
Because well, I, I couldn't think of very many of I these non-outcast ones. That you got to be on the guard when you go to a movie that's like a drama to not get suckered in in what I call the uh, Goodwill Hunting uh, Syndrome, which is the Goodwill Hunting. The main character is the misunderstood genius. He's so cute, so Nathan. Shy. I know you're not going to say anything bad about him because he's so cute. No, it's just that like it's such a suck. You get suckered in because everybody thinks they're the misunderstood genius. Yes, who like that's a could question. save the he's world if everybody wasn't in the way. So I think. Like whatever that movie was, uh, it, it was successful and everything. But like, yeah, you, you're everybody gets suckered in, and and there's no, there's no like fight to identify with the character. You instantly identify him because he's the misunderstood genius that everybody's, everybody's just been standing in his way his whole everybody life. Everybody wishes they were the misunderstood genius. Is that it? Like, like <laughs> everybody thinks they are. Because <laughs> I realized, I realized that. In the movie, like the, if I look back in my memory, in the Wayback Machine, like I see it as it's a movie where I'm the star of the movie. And so anyone who was my friend or anyone who I knew was like a supporting character. But you know what it took me years of trying to be less self-centered to realize? Is that's probably how all those other kids saw it too, right? Like we all think we're the star of the movie and that everybody else is yeah. is the sidekick. And... See, that was just true for me though. <laughs> If you're a cool kid. <laughs> so anyway, I, I wrote down all these questions and now I'm looking at them and I'm realizing they're all very similar to the same question. And that is, who do the popular kids identify with in these teen movies with the outcasts? Well, so do I... they see themselves as like the mean popular kid or, um, you know, there's usually a nice popular kid who like they end up being with or something, right? Yeah, like, you know, I think... Usually, you'd think, oh, well, I'm the nice, popular guy. Like James Spader. <laughs> no, he's the definition of the mean, popular guy. Oh, you're just making assumptions based on his unfortunate hair, which he <laughs> solved in I... like his latest thrilling uh, TV series, Blacklist, where he doesn't Here's have the, the hair. And before the corona, my hair was kind of similar to James Spader's hair. In all those movies. I cut it in layers and it kind of fell in like a feathered style. Think of a how, little bit. you know, it's like, oh, well, of course he's popular because he's uh, handsome, but he has to overcome, like, he kind of had froggy eyes. He was also rich. He was always rich in all of those. Yeah. That's something that will often hold people back. That's something you got to overcome. When Being you're... rich? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's yeah. really tough. Yeah, they, that's what the Buddha said. Here are the two things that make you an outcast in high school, according to these movies. Uh-huh. Being smart okay. or being poor. Mm. Now, you know what they don't... Well, the Duff, designated ugly fat friend, is supposed to be like, oh, she's also ugly. But if you see her, she's not ugly at all. She's, she's Hollywood beautiful. ugly. She's Hollywood ugly. Like how in the makeover movies, somebody yeah. just takes their glasses off and... Like, and then she was boom. always wearing overalls. Of course, she looked ugly when she's always wearing overalls. No one else was wearing overalls. Was she wearing two straps? Yeah, two boom. strapped overalls. What's up with that? All she needed to do was wear normal clothes, and all of a sudden, wow, it's amazing. She's not the designated ugly fat friend anymore. So it made me think back to my. It's it's been making me think. You know, I've had way too much time on my hands to think about silly things from uh, back in the day or whatever. I don't think any of the uh, popular guys who I had interesting conversations with, I don't think they fell in love with me. Mm. And so I don't know. That is where I feel that 
um, these movies aren't really portraying how high school actually works. Yeah, there's outcasts. Yeah, every now and then a popular person talks to like an unpopular person and realizes, oh, this person's really funny or this person's really interesting, but I don't think they fall in love with them. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, being a popular guy, how many nerdy girls did you date in high school? Well, you know, they, they all uh, were quite intriguing. They always uh, were always hiding behind their books, though. You know, they'd hold their books up, uh, both arms up on their chest, and then they would always look away, you know? Flirt. <laughs> Shyly. Shy. In a shy fashion. Yeah, and see, in the movies, that's all it takes. And then the popular guy is in love. Well, all right. That's the start. And then when she takes off her glasses and takes the, the ponytail holder oh, yeah, out of yeah, her and hair, she shakes her and hair she out. shakes it yeah. down, that's all it takes. Yeah. Like, look at Gilmore Girls. I should have wrote that down. That was a good example. Does it have a similar theme? Well, Gilmore Girls I find annoying because Rory is always supposed to be the outcast. When she goes to public school, she's the smartest kid, and she reads a lot of books. Then she <laughs> goes to the private school, and, like, she's kind of poor, but not too poor. And she's still, like, the smart kid who has a lot of books. And yet, like, the fact that she reads and is kind of clumsy makes all the guys fall in love with her. All the most Wait, popular guys. Wait, they do a clumsy card in that? A little bit of clumsy card. It's not played by Zoe Deschanel, is she? Ugh, clumsy. I, this is a little bit off topic, but in Twilight, do you know what Bella's, the human girl's, like, main thing is that everybody finds so attractive? She's clumsy. How That's, is like, the only trait that they give her. She's clumsy. Think, it's weird, because in real life, I can't think of anybody that I'm like, whoa, they're always clum clumsy or whatever. Yeah, clumsy but isn't would a you trait. find that attractive? I don't know. Like, do you have to save them all the time? Like, are they constantly got bruises and stuff? Like, yeah. from falling or walking into things? Right, like, I don't think, if I had, if I knew somebody who was clumsy, I don't think that like, I would like them more or less depending on it. Like, how, it's not like a personality trait. It's I, just, that means they fall down a lot. Is clumsy from being ditzy, like, oh my gosh, I walked into something or whatever. Oh no, she's not ditzy. Ditzy is the popular girl. Like in uh, 16 Candles, that one's got Anthony Michael Hall. Mm -hmm. And uh, Molly Ringwald's super in love with the big jock in the movie, but he's dating this blonde woman who's like super slut. Then they swap, like, super cool guy ends up with Molly Ringwald. And they're like, oh, what does Anthony Michael Hall get? And he gets, like, the passed out super drunk girl. And it's, like, very questionable. Neither of them can remember what happened. And she supposedly was passed out the whole time. Like, seems a little rapey. Well, you know, a little rapey. That's the movies of the 80s. Just I a guess. little rapey. A little inappropriate. Oh, what about Breakfast Club? All outcasts, right? See, that one was trying to tell us that even the cool kids feel well, like outcasts. Well, Neil Estevez was pretty kick-ass. Yeah, but he was trying to say that he didn't feel like he... He was still had struggles. Yeah, yeah, well, it's because they were trying to kill a day. He didn't make something up. Yeah. You know what, though? Here's what I'm... a wrestler or something, <laughs> right? Wasn't he? I'm thinking that the ones that are about just cool people, like Varsity Blues and like Jawbreaker, are supposed to tell you that Popular people have a hard life, too. That They all have their struggles. I think that's what they're trying to tell you. You know what? Those stories don't interest me, really. They don't interest you. Like, I was not a popular kid. I did have some struggles, but generally, high school was not a big deal. It was just like, oh, look, here's high school. Wow. <laughs> 
high school is the most important years of your life. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I, mine were mostly drama free. And so because like if I was popular, would it have been harder? Because then like, would it be like, oh, I had all these boyfriends and I can't decide which one I should take to the prom. And oh, take them all. That's what I said. You just take them all to the take prom. Take them all. You know, what's uh, 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 another good. It's not really a movie. But, like, a good high school uh, drama is the video for Roses by Outkast. You ever see that one? <laughs> it seems that uh, uh, Andre, uh, Andre 3000, he's kind of the music nerd. And uh, Big Boy, he's like the jock. Okay. And they both kind of want uh, Caroline. But she's all, like, empty-headed and ditzy. She actually ends up running off with, like, a... a foppish older man or something at the end of it see that is interesting it gives you a whole different and you know who else is in that video who kevin mcdonald from kids in the hall and paula abdul oh yeah that's true that's true i forgot about that so there anyway i'm not even sure that this was like a calm down Catherine thing it's just whenever i watch a new teen drama thing it gets me thinking about this again give us your hot take here's Catherine's hot take takes hot takes Here's Catherine's hot take. I think that cool kids see themselves as either the nice, cool kid in movies, or I think more likely they see themselves as whoever is the star. So even if it's an outcast who's the star, they pick out the parts of that that are like them. Like, oh, maybe I'm insecure sometimes or whatever. And they feel that that's the person they relate to as well. Yeah, like, what if they made, like, maybe call it science fiction, where, like, they had a high school where the good-looking athletic kids weren't the popular kids, and they were the outcasts, and then they were the ones trying to catch the eye of everybody and get on top? Ooh, that's a that little bit... That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Be that's a, twist. a little bit that Catch 20... Or, no, um... 21 Jump Street, when they redid it. Oh, it was like a little right, bit like that because uh, things had flipped, turned upside yeah. down, and so like all of a sudden, uh, like Channing Tatum is not the coolest guy in high school, even though like hello, it's Channing. Tatum. Yeah, right. I like suggested that somehow all the cool kids are now recycling or something. I don't remember. It was with weird things like that, right? And like he insisted on wearing his backpack on one shoulder, uh, yeah. and which of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so anyway, that's my hot take. Here's a, another thing I wonder about, too. So in The Office, I know the show The Office is not a teen drama, but I it makes me wonder sort of. kind of the same thing, right? When anyone watches The Office, I think they see themselves as either a Jim or a Pam. And I think that's no, because... No, I'm a Creed. <laughs> okay, so that's an, an interesting take because remember, it's like that one where like he wants to pretend that he's healthy and young, so he takes the toner and like rubs it in his hair to make it dark. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've done that more than once. <laughs> but anyway, I think most people think they're Jim or Pam, but that's because since they're like the main part of the show, that's the one. They're the ones that you like. They really round them out as characters and make them that's like true. regular people, whereas everyone else Nowhere is more else, of a caricature. Yeah. But, like, I look in my life and I'm like, yeah, I'm a total gym. But I think I can, like, place other people in my life and put the, oh, that person's a total Michael. Oh, that person. That but person's in their a total story. Twice. Yeah, but in their life. They're not a Phyllis. 
Yeah, they don't see themselves as a Dwight. Uh, who's the, the gentleman who's always doing the crossword puzzle? Stanley. Stanley. Yeah, so they don't see themselves as that. I think they would also see themselves as a Joker. I wouldn't mind being a Stanley, though. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Well, uh, here, so sometimes when I when we're at work, I might say to everybody, okay, everybody sees themselves as a Jim or a Pam because um, of how the show's set up. But if you had to take those two out, who would you see yourself as? Not Plop. Not Plop, no. Uh, some people might see themselves as Plop. Right? Like, they try to make him kind of like a normal person. Because he's like another Jim, right? Right, because he's young Jim. I like to see myself as maybe a cross between, like, a, a Phyllis and a Kelly. Like, maybe mix those two together. Hmm. If I, uh, if I had to pick, like, if you had to pick someone who's not Jim or Pam. You said Creed. Of course, Creed. Yep. Yep. So, um, so that's like a game we play. Because I'm always wondering, I'm like... I think if you just brought it up and didn't say you're excluding Jim or Pam, I Although think people I, would be like, oh, I'm a Jim, I'm a Pam. I guess, you know, the real hero should have been Andrew Bernard. I mean, he was the guy with all the great credentials, you know. He was, you could tell he was popular because he was in the, the, the Glee Club or something mm -hmm. at a, a prestigious university and whatnot. Those are a big deal. Yeah. See? Yeah. Top. So you know, they should recognize. I think when you're popular in high school, I think they should issue you a card so because everyone you knows. belong on the top of the food chain everywhere you go. You know what? So that is a good point because since I have been out of high school, uh huh. Um, so one of do my do you fool people into thinking I that think you I were? I do. I don't think anyone ever thinks I was like super popular in high school, right? Because like I'm not good at makeup, and so I think that's like a clue, probably that hmm. I wasn't that popular in high school. But, like, one of the things I think is funny is, so I worked at a golf course, like, when I was in college. And there was a girl there who, uh, there, were, there were several girls who worked there who were not in my grade, but they did go to my high school, and they were very cool when they were in high school. They were out of high school at this point, because now we're all in college. Uh -huh. And, like, they did not see me as some nerd. Like, mm -hmm. we were all just friends. And I don't, they didn't know whether I was popular or not, I don't think. Or maybe they were just nice people. I don't know. It's always interesting to see how that goes down. Yeah, you got to pass the time, right? Yeah. And I mean, they were all very nice. Like, I considered them my friends. They sure. were delightful. And so, either they didn't care, or we're all, we were all mature and past that point, or maybe people can't tell once you're out of high school. I don't know. Yeah, unless you scan the card. These days, you can get an RFID chip, so... <clears throat> Put it you, in like your wrist or something, and then yeah, you like, or maybe, tap uh, wrists and it like buzzes if the other what's person the other is cool too. What's the other technology? The in the phones, right? So that yeah, it's just like it, once you get close, you get told this was person was popular, this person was unpopular, or whatever. You know, yeah. <laughs> You're not buying this? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's uh, a lovely idea that you know, way. You know, they have this in China. Like everybody. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the Communist Party uh, keeps a score of everyone, like a social... Uh, uh, and then you can make sure to just socialize with the people so in your level. You can know whether you're approved or not, yeah. Well, I, I think it's best to just be nice to whoever you're talking with and sure. not have to worry about if they're cool or not. It's just... I And that's the approach I like to take. Well, that's the thing. In the, but I just wonder how other people think of it. In, in those high school movies, they're always bashing the popular people because they're always doing irrational, like, things. You don't got to push the uh, people at the bottom of the chain down. They're already down. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got to, like, constantly throw them in the mud or whatever. 
Right. I would say when I went to high school, high school they, especially, they, I don't think that the cool kids were really being actively mean to the not cool kids. I think they just didn't pay attention to them. Like there, there's always, you know, unfortunately, bullies in uh, high schools, but they're not always the popular people. There's no correlation there. Bullies could be all over the place. I would say, like, in I didn't really have any trouble with bullies in high school. I had a few bullies in middle school who were really, really mean to me. And, uh, but, yeah, they were pretty popular. But I wouldn't say it was all the popular kids being mean like that. It was just these, like, two girls who were specifically bullies. Yeah, and it wasn't like all their friends were also bullies. It was just like, all right, maybe there were three of them. There was the one kid who, like, I happened to be facing his direction, and he's like, what are you staring at? Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I was just sitting here. And, uh, but you know what I hear? Some people really like middle school and hate high school. Really? So some people, like, it switches. For me, middle school was torture, and high school was fine. And for other people, it's the opposite. I didn't know that until I was an adult. Full-fledged adult. That's weird. Like, why would they like middle school? I don't know. Like, what was worse about high school? I don't, like, I, I guess whatever it is that I hated about middle school... Ended up being bad for them in high school. I don't know. Maybe they had more bullies. Anyway, we're going on and on. Uh, hot take. I think that the popular kids relate to whoever's the star of the movie, but I would love to hear from some popular kids. So please give us some feedback. We've got the email address. We've got the Twitter. Um, you can leave a, a voice message on the Ooh, Anchor app. So, like... Let me know because I don't. I Nathan claims, you know, because he was very popular in high school, that he has some inside scoop. But it'd be nice to hear from like a girl's perspective because a lot of the stuff I'm, well, all the stuff I'm watching, I'm seeing it from a girl's perspective. So it's a little different. Don't ask for too many details from the popular girl's perspective. We don't need them all calling in about me, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Douglas Stank. Bye. Let us know how you feel about these topics by emailing us at calmdowncath at gmail.com, Kath with a C, C-A-T-H, or find us on Twitter at calmcatherine. That's calm and Catherine with a C, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. And maybe we'll feature you on our next podcast. Calm Down Catherine is brought to you by Pizza Bob's, home of the original chapati. We've bottled our world-famous chapati sauce, and now we'll ship it direct to you. That's right. You can have a taste of Ann Arbor in the comfort of your home. Just call 734-665-4517 to order now. 734-665-4517. What's that number again? 734-665-4517. Go steady. The portable pasta for those on the go. Texoga pants. Going country doesn't have to mean leaving comfort behind. Calm Down Catherine is produced at the studios of Analog Dungeon East by Nathan. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Calm down, Catherine. Calm Down Catherine is hosted by Anchor.fm. Visit our website at anchor.fm slash calmdowncat. Listen on the Anchor app to leave a voice message and you might be featured on a future episode.